Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. Hey guys, welcome to this episode. Thank you for tuning in. It is a, uh, a pleasure as always to be able to share any admire, any of my advice or knowledge with you guys and hopefully it helps you along your health and fitness journey. I hope you've been enjoying the content as of late. We've had some really uh, valuable, insightful uh, and meaningful episodes lately, which has been awesome. I'm really loving the feedback. So keep it coming, whether you're sharing it on social media, whether you reach out with an email, whatever it may be. I love to hear um, the impact that these episodes are having on people. Um, so thank you to everyone who has reached out regarding um, episodes recently. It's been awesome. Um, and you know, I want to get stuck straight into this topic today. Um, obviously, these solo episodes are quite short. But the purpose of these is just to give you the information that you need straight away in the most easy, um, digestible and actionable way prop, uh, possible to make sure it's of, of as much value as possible. So as you would have seen in the title, uh, I want to talk today around how to retain muscle mass and strength when you are in a calorie deficit trying to lose body fat. So first things first, first thing that I want to kind of clear up is that the goal should always be to lose weight, uh, to lose fat, not just weight. So quite often when you see anyone's fitness goals or health and fitness goals, it looks along the lines of I want to lose weight or I need to lose weight. But our goal should be to lose body fat because when we lose weight, it's losing weight is quite simple. If you, if you undereat, overtrain for even just a short period of time, you will lose weight. The problem with that is that we don't we don't improve on our habits. Um, we are most likely losing muscle mass, which we've probably worked our absolute ass off to even achieve that muscle mass in the first place. And the quicker we lose, you know, quote unquote weight, most likely the quicker we're going to put it back on. Okay, so as I said, our habits haven't changed, so there's there's no real changes there, even if the scales have dropped, because if our habits are the same, then that weight's going to creep back on, okay? And if it's a, a fast, rapid weight loss, then those results are only temporary, and, and I'm not about that shit. I, I want to help you guys get the understanding and add the tools to your toolkit to make sure that you can see results and and keep those results because there is no point, I've spoken about this before, there's no point working your absolute ass off for four weeks, six weeks, 10, 12, whatever it may be to look really good for a couple of days and then go back to your old ways and, and just have that same physique that you started with within a matter of weeks. To me, that seems absolutely pointless. I, I don't agree with that at all um, and, and hopefully you guys don't either because if you're wanting to get in shape and, and look great and put in all the work in the gym and preparing your nutrition and getting adequate sleep and drinking enough water and whatnot, we want to make sure that once we achieve that desired look that it hangs around for as long as we want it to with ease too. So what I want to talk about is how to retain muscle mass and strength when losing body fat. So as I just touched on, we want to focus on losing fat, not weight. And to, to do that, we need to make sure we do it nice and slow. So slow and steady wins the race when it comes to fat loss or muscle gain. Now, although people want results overnight, as I've just touched on, you know, I can get absolutely any of you right now to lose a lot of weight in a very short period of time. That's very simple to do. I could get anyone off the street to come in and do the same thing for you. But that's not being coached. That's not education. That's not changing your habits. That's not long-lasting, sustainable results. So... Now that we've established our goal should be to lose fat, retain muscle and strength when we're in a fat loss phase, because I've mentioned this before as well, but when we're in a gaining phase or a maintenance phase, our, our main objective and priority is to build lean muscle tissue as much as we possibly can, because it's hard to do. It's fucking hard to do. 
So once we've worked our ass off and achieved that muscle mass, the look that so many people go for, that ripped or toned, defined look, whatever people want to, whatever word people want to use, the the all that means is that we are reducing our overall body fat percentage to reveal the shape underneath. That's what creates, you know, the the word, the term that gets thrown around, definition or tone. A muscle can only either increase or decrease in size. You can't tone a muscle. You can't define a muscle. That look or that illusion of definition and tone is created by building the lean muscle tissue in the first place and having a low enough body fat percentage to reveal it. And that's when the rewards happen. That's why I say a fat loss phase is a reward for all the hard work you've put in up until that point because now we get to see all the hard work. Okay, When our body fat's a bit higher, we don't get to necessarily see the improvements we've made to our physique because it's covered in a layer of fat. So when we reduce the fat and retain the muscle mass and strength, that's when we get the reward of seeing the changes we've made to our body. Think of your body like a canvas and you're the artist. You get to pick and choose how it looks. You get to pick and choose what needs improving and how it's going to be improved. And put in, It's up to you to put in the work to make it happen. So we're in our fat loss phase. Um, the first rule, it's essential, is making sure we're not in too much of a calorie deficit. So let's say for uh, just for the example that our maintenance calorie intake is, say, 2,400 calories per day. To lose body fat, all we need to do is eat below 2,400 consistently. Okay, so... When our goal is to retain muscle mass and strength, we want to make sure we're not in too much of a deficit because the larger the deficit, the quicker the weight loss and the more, more likely it's, it is weight loss. So we're, we're losing muscle mass as well as, as body fat, which is not what we want. So anywhere between two to 500 calories below maintenance intake is absolutely plenty of a deficit to see results over a consistent period of time. That's number one is making sure we're not in too much of a deficit. So the crash dieting, the starving ourselves, the eating fuck all, that is not the way to go. I don't know how many times I need to say it on this show or through my content, but it's not the way to go. So what we're in a small calorie deficit, making sure that we're not overdoing and not losing, not losing the fat or, in this case, weight too quick. The next thing that's super important is making sure our protein intake is set. So we want our protein intake at, at at least two grams of protein per kilo of body weight. So an 80 kilo individual would be having at least 160 grams of protein per day. And just to clear it up for those that aren't aware of tracking macros and have never used an app such as MyFitnessPal or, or been consciously aware of their food intake, 160 grams of protein is not 160 grams of chicken. Okay, that's a mistake a lot of people make. So I think 200 grams of chicken is roughly 30 to 40 grams of protein. So... That's where it is beneficial to use an app such as MyFitnessPal just to become aware of what we are eating and, and the areas we need to fill in, fill in the gaps and just keep thinking of your calorie intake like a financial budget. We want to spend it wisely. So protein minimum is essential. Um, you know, I tend to raise my protein intake slightly when I am trying to lose fat. So let's say typically if I'm 85 kilos and my usual minimum is 170 grams, um, I may and, and more than likely will push my protein intake a little higher than that. So two, probably two and a half grams of protein per kilo of body weight. Now that's up to you. The minimum protein is enough, but for me, I just find I retain better muscle mass um, and strength when my protein is a little higher in a fatless phase. When we're in that gaining or calorie surplus phase, we don't need to bring our protein up super high because we've got a surplus of calories. We've got plenty of food to recover and grow. We're not at much of a, a, a risk of losing muscle mass in that state as long as we're training properly and recovering properly so they're the first two um now the next part of this uh comes down to how we train so the one of the most simple and cliche terms out there use it or lose it is 
absolutely true. I see so many people go through a gaining or massing phase and they they train in a specific way. They tend to overload their, their compound list, which they definitely should be. They tend to train at a high RPE. They're making sure they're overloading and seeing progress with their training, doing the big lifts and, and, and focus on building muscle mass. And then they decide to lose fat and all of a sudden they're doing fucking thousands of reps with the lightest weight you can find in the gym, thinking that that's going to burn the fat. That's not how it works. Energy output versus energy input. We're expending a significant amount of energy in a, in a 45 to 60 minute strength and resistance training session if we're resting adequately, lifting properly, executing each lift properly. So with our training, continue to lift heavy where possible. So if we want to stay strong and stay big and, and keep that muscle mass, we need to continue to use it. Otherwise, our body's not going to need it. So if we're doing heaps of lightweight and high reps, our body doesn't need the muscle mass or the strength that it did when we were doing sets of five to six on a deadlift with really heavy weight or a bench press or weighted pull-ups, whatever it is. So essential that your training barely changes when you're in a, in a, a fat loss phase compared to a surplus. You know, you may even be doing a little less training initially. The volume may be a lot lower when you first start out of fat loss phase because then it gives us room to move. We can add energy expenditure easily without making too much of a drastic change to our lifestyle or, or, or putting us in a really shitty position. So make sure we're continuing to lift heavy on our big lifts in particular Okay, trying to retain whatever numbers we finished at at the end of our surplus, if not continue to build them. Um, there's going to be certain lifts that may drop. You know, for me, bench press, overhead press, those are two things when my weight starts to come down a bit and I'm losing body fat, then I tend to lose strength first on my bench press and overhead press. I think that really comes down to leverage and the more size and, and, and strength and even body fat that we have, the easier it is to push those numbers a bit higher. But that's the other part of it is our training doesn't change. So my fat loss and muscle growth training split is very similar, if not the same. I'm probably doing less, like I said, in, in a fat loss phase initially, that's for sure. So use it or lose it. If we're not using that muscle mass accordingly to lift heavy loads on certain exercises, then we will lose the strength and we'll most likely lose the, lose the size as well. So Although, you know, people have this obsession with the scale weight and the number on the scale going down when they're in a fat loss phase, it's not always the case. Like using things like progress photos, waist measurements, um, how your clothes are fitting and whatnot, these are all really great indicators of whether or not we're heading in the right direction with our fat loss phase. But as I said, you know, making sure we're not in too much of a deficit, making sure we're having enough protein and we're training effectively. And then lastly, the recovery side of things, more is not always better. Okay, so we do the work in the gym, but the rest happens outside of the gym. That's only one hour out of 24. So we've still got 23 hours left over. So how are we going to use those effectively? We're going to supplement. We're going to stay hydrated. We're going to get adequate sleep, do our mobility and stretching, take care of any niggles if we have any, so we can consistently be in the gym and, and, and stay on track. So these are things we need to keep in mind when we're trying to lose body fat. But the biggest thing, that mental switch from losing weight to losing fat. Okay, we don't want to lose muscle mass in any case, in my opinion, unless you're someone who is significantly fucking huge and needs to actually downsize, which I would almost guarantee that most of you aren't. Um, I'm definitely not. So they're the things that we need to really focus on um, in that fat loss phase to make sure we retain mass, retain strength, look absolutely awesome, feel great, and it's sustainable most of all. Okay, so hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, I'd love for you to share it through your social media. I appreciate the support from absolutely everyone who listens to the show. 
hit the subscribe button if you haven't already so you don't miss another episode. Got plenty of great content coming out this month and an incredible lineup of guests for our next month of guest episodes. Um, Again, thanks for everyone's support and hope you're having a ripping day. Look forward to chatting to you again in the very next one.